This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock sponsor IT OneSource. Any IT products and services solutions can be acquired through IT OneSource. Connect with them today at rockrms.com slash sponsors. Welcome to this special edition of Rockcast, the podcast that explores the intersection of technology, ministry, and community with Rock RMS. I'm Emily Foreman, and with me today is Scott Ballard from the Summit Church and Lori Yoakum from our Spark staff. Welcome, Scott. Hey, thanks for having me. We're thrilled to have you. So let's first have you tell us a little bit about yourself for those in the community who may not know. Why don't you share with us um, your uh, your title, the work that you're doing currently at the church that you're at, and kind of how you got there. Yeah, thanks. Um, I'm at the Summit Church in Raleigh, North Carolina. We have um, several campuses. My job is the Director of Digital Strategy. Um, basically, means that I oversee our project management team as well as our rock team. Um, and we're day-to-day just basically building hopefully building really cool things in rock and helping bring um, more structure to process and um, stabilization to process. And, you know, we really um, are trying to build that well. Um, I came here to the summit about three years ago after serving at the village church down in Texas uh, for 12 and a half years or so. Um, And just God called us to North Carolina and we couldn't be happier. That's incredible. Well, we're thrilled to have you here on the podcast because a lot of people in the community may be familiar with you or may have seen you, um, for instance, at the conference the last couple of years. Can you tell us how you've been involved in the rock community? And and if someone's like, how do I know that name where they might have seen it? Gosh, um, I have been involved in the rock community, I think around 2016 till now. been on Rocket Chat, been at all the conferences. Um, if they were silly enough to attend one of them, they probably saw my face in there, maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, I try to be real active in the community as much as I can and try to really help others as much as I can. So yeah, maybe you- between all that, maybe between all that, they, uh, they may know my name. Yeah, and you speak at the Rock Conference for us too, which is incredible. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love doing it. I try to take a, a different approach uh, sometimes on my talks um, and just remind us why we do what we do because mm-hmm. that's just a big passion of mine. And um, so that's awesome. Now, at our last um, RX, you guys walked away with one of our Gold Circle Awards. Um, can you tell us what that winning submission was and how you utilized Rock to enhance the ministry of that award? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we won an award for um, our women's conference app. So every year the summit has a women's conference. Um, the app specifically was designed uh, with one of our partners. Um, and the way that it served our ladies is basically became an outline map day of I'm here. What do I need to do? Where do I need to go? Uh, what's up next? How long do I have for lunch? Mm-hmm. And the cool thing was it, it was all dynamically driven because 
when when the women signed up for breakout sessions, they were put in groups, and so we automatically displayed those um, and showed them where they were based on their selections. Um, and the women really just raved about it. Um, and it really um, started us kind of down a trajectory with uh, our app space um, where a lot of ministries are interested. And we've had a lot of wins and successes with it, um, which has served people uh, and our staff really well. That's exciting. Now, you're talking about your app here, but your website also runs on Rock. And, um, and as the director of digital strategy, you've done a lot to make sure that Rock is empowering your front end CMS tools and the back end of Rock. Tell us a little bit about how those strategies play out for you across the platforms. Yeah, we, we, we really look at our digital audience in two categories. Um, you're, you're really, uh, to, to basically, um, tear it down to the foundation. You're either logged in or you're logged out. But at the core of it, um, we really divide it out by, hey, you're part of this family, you attend one of our campuses, therefore you find benefit in logging in, versus somebody that's just coming, trying to find uh, maybe a location or they're new to the area, we've kind of created a different experience for them. So um, that that's kind of the audiences we look for on the web. Now, with our mobile app, um, we have the same logic built into it, but we, we have a, a little bit even more strategic focus on the people and where they attend and the information that's relevant to them. So um, we try to keep that in mind. Sometimes we do it really well, and sometimes we learn a lot of lessons in the process. So, um, But that, that's kind of how we, we look at it across platforms. Well, the Summit Church has been leading the space of really pushing into what's possible in personalized digital ministry across web and mobile for a while. So it's exciting to see the maturity coming to those platforms in the way that you're using them. Um, and, and it's exciting to hear that your other ministries are starting to see what might be possible in the light of what you were able to do with the, the Women's Conference app. Yeah, for sure. So the Summit Church is working on a discipleship strategy called The Whole Disciple, what is this, and how is Rock um, supporting and enhancing the strategy? And what unique features does it provide to help with those discipleship efforts? Yeah, it's a great question. We um, are really, for the first time, at least since I've been here, from what I understand, the first time in the church, really putting a formalized structure around the identity of a disciple of Jesus. Um, the Summit's been doing these things in various ways for a long time, um, and uh, really leadership over the last several years has just looked at it, and they really want to take serious the part of our mission, which is, um, you know, disciples making disciples across RDU and around the world, um, and they've done that by this, this kind of structure, a discipleship pathway called the whole disciple, and so it really is based on five identities. Being the worshiper, someone who seeks to know, love, and obey God above all else, a family member, someone who lives with the local church as a family, a servant who gives themselves for the good of others, a steward who uses their time, talent, and treasure to know God and make Him known, and finally a witness proclaims Christ in word and deed. And so really the, the initiative itself is um, just putting before our people a continuing reminder of these five identities and what we're doing and which identities they're tied to. So the idea is that no one is ever going to be 100% maybe in all five areas 
Um, obviously, that's the goal, right? <laughs> but, um, you know, where where I'm weak, where our people are weak, um, we hope to encourage them to take one step, whatever that step is. Um, and, and that's really what the whole disciple is. That's really encouraging and very interesting to help people visualize and identify where they are and then understand how they can continue to take those next steps and provide the visibility into it. So how are you using Rock to support that? Well, we have some of this built in Rock to date. Um, a lot of this, what we're talking about, is coming. Mm -hmm. um, we are working with our partner to really lay out not just an immediate solution, but really a long-term plan where everything that we're doing in conjunction with our website, our app, any future digital spaces, um, really, I guess the backbone is the whole disciple. So why are we doing X project? Well, mm -hmm. it embodies these identities. Um, and so really the way that we're hoping to use Rock or planning to use Rock, I should say, um, is how to support each one of those identities. Some are very measurable, some are, some are not so measurable, mm -hmm. but there are things that our leadership team um, has identified as key, I guess, I hate to use the word metrics here, um, but at the end of the day, they're measurable mm -hmm. steps that people are taking. And we want to tie that into rock and what we're asking people to do. So a common example of this really is like um, why we do volunteer management in rock. So why do we keep track of it? Well, one of our identities is being a servant. And one of the ways you serve is serving your church. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the ways you give through rock, um, you know, become a steward. That's financial. Um, that's not the only way you can become a steward of what God's given you, but um, those are certainly two tangible examples mm -hmm. of, of what we're doing. Again, with the long-term goal of um, we're planning our, I guess, next iteration of our, our logged-in um, website and app where, as I was saying earlier, we're encouraging people with the next step, whatever that is. Um, and it's not like, hey, you're not giving, you should give. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's it. I doubt, doubtful, but maybe it's um, just reminding them of what a steward is and why we give. Like, why? why how do we view our our finances? Um, you know, maybe somebody's involved but not not involved in um, a small group um, or part of our church family, which you know we call membership. Um, and whatever that step is, it's awesome to be able to have a platform that I can push that information in a way that's helpful and encouraging. Because again, my whole heartbeat behind why Rock is awesome is that we get to really make ministry visible mm -hmm. and um, and uh, supported in a technology tool that's kind of in the background. Um, and it really empowers, Lord willing, it will empower our staff to make better choices and um, set up better conversations and know our people better. Um, so that's kind of how, that's the plan right now. That sounds like a very interesting plan. The opportunities for digital personalization and then for face-to-face -face or phone call-based um, personalized person-to-person -person ministry will be incredible because all of that will be tied to the same system. So that's that's going to be exciting. You'll have to keep, keep us all up to date on how that progresses. Yeah, I think um, 
and we I think uh, in talking I think with Lori too uh, about this process um, I was sharing with her and I shared in one of my talks at <clears throat> RX23 is this reality that I think large churches take a lot of the blame for people quote unquote being easy to fall through cracks mm-hmm. um, and I don't I don't necessarily disagree with that 100%, but I definitely don't think it's the scapegoat that everybody makes it out to be. I really think your processes, no matter if there's 200 people in your audience or 2,000 people in your audience, if you don't have the backbone to support those people and how they're coming in and where they're going and what they're wanting to be involved in or what they didn't even know about, um, I think we're just, we're all missing um, because, um, that's really what makes people feel known and connected. Mm-hmm. And I would argue that even in a large church, you have the opportunity to know your people uh, in a way. Now, you may not know their cousins, cousins, aunts, dogs, <laughs> like you would maybe at a, one of the churches uh, I grew up around, but, <laughs> but you would know that they're there and you know mm-hmm. that yeah. they have two kids, um, you know, and, and I've talked on this extensively um, but that's, that's really the awesomeness of, of rock is that we can support that endeavor. It won't be perfect, but it will be a heck of a lot better than having nothing. That's right. Um, underlying it. So. And you've mentioned process quite a few times this morning on our uh, conversation. It's just really interesting to consider how the process and the data and the, the do- goals and strategies you have have to come together to really create that magic. Yeah, and I think I think um, one of the things I'm trying to change, at least at the summit and, and hopefully whomever else is listening, is that I think historically we've looked at data and ministry as separate items. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes. I think there's ways that we've done that that are very outright, outspoken. But I also think there's a lot of subtle ways that still plague churches and ministries because, you know, you on one sense you have heavy process people with, and they forsake yeah. people, <laughs> or you have heavy people and you forsake process. And I just am a firm believer that you can't do either of those things. It really has to be a pendulum that's really in the middle. Um, and you can't leave it up to um, people who don't think digitally, um, who don't think technically about why they're doing what they're doing. Um, and you also don't want to, I guess, um, handicap them from doing the ministry that God's called them to do. Uh, and I think there's a, there's a, there's a nice balance to do mm-hmm. both. Um, <laughs> so why do people, why do people check in? It's not so that we can put a bulletin board up and with a number of how many people are checked in. <laughs> no. It's so that we know and can care for our kids and, and know who's in our care. And, um, you know, why do we register for events? Cause we want to know who's interested in coming and, Somebody, somebody somewhere felt a call to sign up. Do you know if they even came? You know, mm-hmm. so it's all it's all there in front of us. I just think having rock, having a system like rock, um, actually not having a system like rock, having rock <laughs> is what supports this. Um, so, so you were talking about your um, whole disciple. Um, back, being the backbone of what your church is doing and the steps that you're taking to utilize rock in, in your strategy, something that you've already rolled out um, just actually pretty recently, if I have my, my math correctly, was an app um, feature 
that allows people to connect every day back to the church. Um, so what is that app doing? What are the pieces of it that allow the people to come back in and it's not just a Sunday church? Yeah, we, we, uh, I'm really excited about this, this project. Um, actually, uh, I gotta, I gotta give credit where credit was due. This was a brainchild of our pastor, JD, um, who just prays and loves the word and models that super well for us as a staff and a church. Um, but he, you know, he came up with this idea where, um, you know, there's a lot of apps out there that, um, segment off different aspects of the spiritual journey and, whether it's a Bible reading app and whether it's a prayer app and whether that, and they're all great. Like there's so many great tools out there mm-hmm. at our disposal, but JD's heart really was birthed out of a desire to really get membership um, or really get our church family to know, know and not forget our missionaries overseas. And so um, he's got a really heart, really big heart for missions. And obviously the summit does as well because of that heartbeat. Um, and this app combined Bible reading, which we were already doing our own kind of Bible reading plan that's there for our people. Um, It combined it with praying for a missionary. So it displays Mm -hmm. a missionary every day. Uh, We tied it into the Joshua Project. So it, it, um, you know, shows an unreached people group um, every day. And then, you know, there's prayer requests from our people that show up there every day. And then um, we can kind of use this other feature, which is praying for events and different things going on in the life of our church, um, however we wish to do that. And it's really quick. I mean, it's designed to be a really uh, quick but focused time with the Lord each mm-hmm. morning. Um, we're using Rock in really cool ways to to see how often people are doing that and, and how many regular subscribers um, we have doing that. Um, and, and we're just getting started, right? I mean, yeah. this is uh, this is just the first kind of um, step toward a direction that will eventually tie into one of the discipleship identities. Um, and so that's that's it. Now, Scott, you compared this to several independent standalone apps, but all the features you're talking about together in that daily um, discipleship concept are inside your main church app, correct? Correct. Yeah, they're they're all native Rock Mobile, um, which is a really awesome thing. Um, we don't have to manage these prayer requests in four different systems, or we don't mm. have to manage these missionaries, um, which we take their identities and safety mm-hmm. and security into into account in a way that. Um, but it, it's been really cool, um, even within our sending team, to see these missionaries pop up because. Um, Really, in the past, it was just a it's a physical PDF that they would hand out, and yeah. it was you know it's not dynamic. But these our team is managing that team is managing through content channels, with the hope of eventually getting to the place where they can post those missionaries can post real time prayer requests. Mm-hmm. Um, so the event of of all the things going on overseas that are unsettling, um, you know, yeah. they can they can ask our church to pray. The notification pops up on the phone. Um, that's that's kind of the, the next phase of that. But, um, yeah, everything that we have in there, the Bible reading, the uh, praying for missionaries, unreached people group, our, our church members, church family members, it's all just content channels and, and rock genius. And how convenient for your people that they don't have to have multiple apps that they're getting in and out of as well. They have one place to go 
um, and one login to get behind uh, to be able to participate in these things. So that's that's great. Yeah, and I mean that was really the goal we set out with. Is you know JD was he didn't he he's not trying to be Uversion and some of these other mm-hmm. apps that are fantastic out mm-hmm. there. Um, he's just wanted he wants a way for our people to have a focused prayer time yeah. uh, in the morning or whenever they choose to do it um, that just really centers us around what God's doing in through the summit yes mm-hmm. uh, which is awesome and those other apps are supplemental I mean right uh, you know to that but you can centrally see the ministry that's happening that you're a part of within the summit church which is uh, an incredible thing to have the the visibility into on that level it pulls so many pieces together that might not otherwise be in the same location right makes that big church feel small again Mm because you know what's happening inside and outside i agree so scott in one of your rx23 sessions from this past conference you said something about rock that stood out you said we have the privilege of sitting in a room talking about a platform that's the biggest safety blanket possible and this was in your uh, time to get personal um, uh, presentation, which someone could still find online if they have the content subscription, and we encourage them to. But what did you mean by that, and and how are you doing that at the summit? Yeah, kind of that ties into you know what we were talking a little bit about earlier, and just making a large church um, in, in the process. I guess the side of the process is. Um, to really be that safety blanket so that Mm -hmm. if people are falling through the cracks, they land on that safety blanket and they don't go all the way to the ground. Um, So an an example of the safety blanket that I'm talking about is a desire to have a volunteer pipeline where we know when life happens, a lot of our people who are serving, they have to step in and out of service opportunities because of job changes or family situations or locations where they live, changing, whatever the whatever the reason may be, we have that safety blanket underneath us um, so that those people don't have to start back over at square one, right? I mean, we have plenty of opportunities that are more suitable for you uh, and whatever schedule. It doesn't always mean that you're being unfaithful just because <laughs> you're, you know, something changed in your life and you had to step out of an opportunity. So that's like one, I guess, low-hanging fruit area that I just view rock. Um, as a safety blanket. Also, I mean, again, um, I like to speak in word pictures, um, but I I think safety blanket is here too. Like, I don't want our ministers to walk into a meeting with the family and kind of walk in blindly. Yes. And and in such a way that can end result further that narrative that people aren't known at our church um, or it's, you know, it's just a, a business, basically, with a cross mm-hmm. on the wall. Um, whatever those sayings are that people tend to grab hold of, I want our ministers to know who they're talking to and mm-hmm. life situations. And, and so they don't talk about something that could potentially hurt them, but they do talk about things that have hurt them, um, you know, that, that they've disclosed in some way or the other. Um, you know, it's really unfortunate uh, as a church staff, when you when one staff member meets with a couple, they have an extensive conversation, and another one uh, weeks later acts like this couple yes. is the first time visitor. Yes, um, it just that's what I mean um, overall by that statement. And I think Rock does a great job at that. Whether it's taking notes and um, you know knowing who you're knowing who's serving, just knowing your people, um, and of course people can 
pull out a pocket knife and cut a hole in that blanket <laughs> uh, if they really want to, but um, I at least want to make them work for it, you know? That's right. That is a great word picture. <laughs> you you are the master of the word picture, which is incredible. So it depends on who you ask. <laughs> my, team, my team has heard pretty much every word picture, and some are great, and some are terrible. So. <laughs> but they... Even the terrible ones, people don't forget. They'll remind you of that, which means they oh, know yeah. they can still come back and say, hey, Scott, this is what we talked about. It was a terrible right. word picture, but I still remember what you were saying. Right. So, Scott, one of the things that, that we're talking about is making the big church feel small and personal. Um, in fact, in one of your talks at RX, you said, if we're not careful, we'll over-engineer something and we will forsake the simplicity of knowing someone. So you were saying that in your staff, you have tech staff and you have people staff. And how do you uh, use Rock to help your people staff? How do you simplify it so that they can get those stories in? Yeah, I, th I think I would rephrase that maybe a little bit uh, in the sense of we have a staff who loves what God's allowed them mm -hmm. to be a part of at the summit. Some have a more forward-facing people interactive yeah. job than other people do. Um, but I'm a very firm believer in that, man, our IT guys are awesome and they're ministers. Um, in some way, shape, or form, what they do impacts people and uh, enables people to hear the gospel clearly or see the gospel clearly, um, Lord willing. Um, but I, I think it all starts with trust. I mean, I think, I think over-engineering a process means that you get caught up maybe in your world too much, and mm -hmm. you're not you're not going over um, and understanding their world all that much. Mm -hmm. and, there, and there is a reality that is different. I mean, there's a different calling on me than mm -hmm. there is on uh, you know a pastor on staff. But the heartbeat and the mission and goals of why we're doing what we do have to align. And the only way that happens is through relationship. And so I think Katie said this in, in her podcast recently um, on the Rock podcast but um she was talking i think about how um you know they went down a path at woodman valley where they were building it the way they wanted to build it and she mm -hmm. talked about the value of of kind of flipping that on its head and and that really resonates with me because we're we're in that like the summit is very uh young in the sense of rolling out a uh, a project or um, a process that is easy to use that's not complicated, that's not complex, that you don't have to update in 17 different ways. Um, and by doing that, we make it very easily, easily approachable um, for our staff who aren't technical. Um, and, you know, I think sometimes, I know I'm guilty of it. Um, I, I'm like, man, did you read this or did you watch this tutorial video? And the reality is, they probably did, maybe they didn't, but it shouldn't. It should be easy enough mm -hmm. for somebody to, to pick it up and just get it done, so that we don't have a bunch of ministers and pastors that are really functioning admins, mm -hmm. and they're not having much time with our people. Yep. So that's that's really the heartbeat behind that statement of of over engineering something. It could be awesome from a rock standpoint, you know. We could leverage like eight different features in rock at one time. But do we need to? Yeah. Like, um, you know, one of my biggest, I guess, examples of this is, you know, there's a lot of bells and whistles um, available even now through the check-in experience with kids. Um, but 
what can I do to minimize any impact possible on a family member outside of just checking their kids in? Because I don't want our families walking into the worship center stressed out. Mm-hmm. And if it's anything like my house, try to get five kids <laughs> dressed and out the door and ready for church. I already am coming into the parking lot, coming into the building, just, I don't know, just nerves rattled. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I encounter any technology obstacle in that moment, it's just going to be extra frustrating. And then it's going to take half of the, of the service to just calm down to a place where um, I can really engage with what the Lord's doing and, and what he's teaching me through our pastor. And, um, and really just worship, remind myself mm-hmm. that I'm a worshiper of God, uh, mm-hmm. first and foremost. So that's kind of, that's, that's a good explanation, I think. Yeah. Well, as we wrap this up, Scott, are there any stories you could share with us about um, sometime that rock really made a difference in a family or a staff person's life as you're doing the work that you're doing, this ministry, with um, with your tools and technologies that are part of your role? That's a great question, Emily. I think um, <laughs> one of the real just easy, low-hanging fruits, it's not really like, um, I guess, for me, didn't seem like an earth-shattering moment, mm-hmm. but ended up being kind of this gospel moment um, around our student camp this summer. So, our student camp, we used Rock uh, Mobile to develop this um, app experience for parents to be able to check in remotely as they pull into the parking lot. In years past, we've had lines and, mm-hmm. and waits and all this stuff. Um, and there was a there was a, a family that I was aware of through some pastors at our church who had been just, they're just neighbors of theirs, friends of theirs, kids play soccer together, whose kid was coming to camp for the first time. They are not believers. Um, They have a pretty uh, high position in a marketing in marketing and um, technology position here in the, in the triangle. And simply the ease in which our app worked for her to manage her kid and know about what's going on at camp and get updates and the, just was that security blanket we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. but also just was like, man, they are serious about creating a great experience for our children, you know? And it ended up leading to some pretty strong gospel conversations wow. um, just because she was enamored with the level of technology that she encountered, um, which spoke volumes to, to me and our team, and, and people were able to celebrate that with us. Um, her kid was able to go to camp and have an amazing experience. She, as a parent, was uh, felt very much informed um, and able to see everything. And so that put her at peace. And then again, um, the gospel conversations continue. So um, I would say that that in, is is awesome, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, Absolutely. I, I'm sure, I hope and pray there's more of those stories as we continue to build mm-hmm. out Rock here at the summit, um, you know, that we can put tools and and resources and experiences in, in our staff's hands and uh, from a day-to-day standpoint that that ultimately impact uh, their ability and time available to them to have gospel conversations and care for mm-hmm. the men and women and kids that God brings through here and, um, and Lord willing, calls some at home. And, um, yeah, I'm just I, – I, I get really, really excited about thinking what's ahead uh, and how Rock empowers us uh, in a way that – uh, frankly, I've never had a technology uh, do um, comprehensively like Rock has done, 
uh, in my time, using it at TBC as well as here at the summit. So I'm um, just grateful for you guys, grateful for the team. Um, as a community member, I would encourage community members to share stories, share wins with the, with the, the teams that they've worked with uh, to remind them that their work is doing really, really good stuff. Um, and uh, yeah. Scott, we really appreciate the time you've taken to share some of the experiences you've had as you're uh, working inside the Rock area. You're connecting pastors and and uh, the vision of Summit Church with some of the technologies that can move that forward. Um, a lot of people look up to what's being done at the Summit, and you're always careful to point people back to the reason we're doing what we're doing. And it's so apparent that there's just a ministry heart behind you, behind the Summit Church, and the work that you're doing with Rock. Thank you for taking the time to connect with us and share that with the Rock community today. We really appreciate you. And thank you yeah, to our listeners. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in today. And uh, we just encourage you to um, follow this podcast so you can get the latest updates and reach out to Scott if you get a chance and tell him thanks for doing what you're doing. We appreciate this Rock community and um, the fact that you're following, listening, engaging, and doing ministry right where you're called to be. This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock Partner Missional Marketing, an SEO and advertising services provider. Connect with Missional Marketing today at rockrms.com slash partners.